You are listening to The Pregnancy Podcast with Vanessa Merton. Hello, thank you for tuning into The Pregnancy Podcast. I'd like to thank the sponsors for this episode. I want to thank Mommy Steps that makes the insoles that I have in a few different pairs of shoes. These insoles have helped me a lot with some lower back pain that I was experiencing earlier on in my pregnancy. And I'm stoked that they're going to help prevent a ton of foot issues during my pregnancy. To check them out, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash feet. And you can enter the promo code FEET, F-E-E-T, at checkout to save 20%. I also want to thank Zoller. That makes my favorite prenatal vitamin. Again, this is something that I am also using during my pregnancy. I really like the Zoller prenatal vitamin because it has the active form of folate. I've done a pile of research on folic acid and folate. And that is my preference. Plus, I love it because it has DHA, so I don't have to take a separate supplement for that. If you want to check out the vitamin and get a promo code to save 25% off a one-month supply, go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash vitamin. Last week, we talked about using a flu vaccine during pregnancy. I went through all of the pros and cons, risks, benefits, through a pile of research and a lot of different statistics and sources to give you as much information as possible so that you can make an informed decision about the flu vaccine. If you missed that episode, you can go back and check out episode 107. This week, we are talking about how to deal with the cold or flu during your pregnancy. This is completely independent from whether or not you get the flu shot, regardless of your decision on the flu vaccine, you might find yourself at some time during your pregnancy dealing with the cold or flu. So I want to give you some safe tips to deal with those symptoms. There are a lot of links for this episode, and you can find everything at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash episode 108. Being sick is never fun, right? And especially not when you're pregnant. And I know this firsthand because I just got over a cold myself. And you know I'm expecting. You are more susceptible to getting sick when you're pregnant because your immune system is lower. And I know that this sounds like a negative thing, but one big reason for this is so your body doesn't reject your baby, which is actually a foreign thing to it. With a lower immune system, it's harder for your body to fight off the colder flu, and it also means that your symptoms may last longer than they normally would. So this is why it's so important to make sure that you're taking really good care of your health when you are expecting a baby. Very basic things like eating well, staying hydrated, taking a high-quality prenatal vitamin, getting some exercise, and making sure that you're getting plenty of rest are really, really crucial to staying healthy. You probably know the symptoms of the common cold. You're looking at a runny or stuffy nose, coughing, sneezing, sore throat, fatigue. Cold symptoms tend to be more mild than flu symptoms, and the flu tends to come on much quicker than a cold. That's usually how you can tell the difference between the two. And we got into a lot more details on the flu last week. A cold virus, thankfully, does not harm your baby. And of course, in a perfect world, we would be 100% healthy for our entire pregnancy. 
But in reality, that's just not always how things work out. There are more than 200 types of cold viruses. The simplest and best thing you can do to avoid getting a cold is to wash your hands. And if you are out in a really public place where, you know, you're coming into contact with a lot of surfaces that other people are touching and you can't wash your hands, don't touch your face. That's the number one way that colds are spread. It's from you touching something and then you touching your mouth, your nose, your eyes and bringing those germs right into your body. And another really simple thing you can do is just stay away when you know that a friend or a family member has a cold. Just keep yourself away from those germs if you can avoid it. If you do get sick, perhaps the best thing you can do is to rest. I know that if you're working right now, you're probably saving up all of your sick days and your time off for maternity leave. I know it can be a real challenge to take those sick days. But I do encourage you to rest early on if you do catch a cold, because getting that extra rest in the beginning is going to save you time in the long run. And maybe you're not working. Maybe you are staying at home with another small child, in which case I know that you can't take a sick day. But I really do urge you to try and get as much rest as you possibly can if you are battling a cold. It's become so common for us to reach for an over-the-counter cold medicine when we get sick. But when you're pregnant, it's going to bring up a lot of questions about what medications are safe to take, both for you and your baby. The CDC has an initiative called Treating for Two, and they're trying to tackle the problem of the lack of information about taking medications during pregnancy. Overall, their advice is to talk to your doctor about anything and everything that you are taking, which makes sense. And I'll link to info from the CDC on that in the show notes. There is a pretty good article on over-the-counter medications that was published in the American Family Physician Journal that pretty much sums up the generally accepted guidelines on over-the-counter meds when you are pregnant. It lists things like avoiding medications in the first 12 weeks, That's, of course, when miscarriage is the highest, all of your baby's systems and everything are getting put into place, and that's thought of as the most sensitive period. It notes that you should avoid aspirin, although I will note that there are some exceptions to that if it's prescribed by your doctor or midwife, and there's some evidence supporting low-dose aspirin for things like preeclampsia. And I did cover that in a short Q&A. So if you missed that and you want to hear it, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. The article also mentions not taking any over-the-counter medicines for cough, congestion, and without running it by your care provider. And they talk about avoiding the extra strength or long-lasting medications and avoiding combination medicines that treat many symptoms at once. I'll put a link to this article in the show notes if you want to read more on it. Cold medicines can contain active ingredients like acetaminophen, cough expectorants or cough suppressants, antihistamines, and decongestants. Acetaminophen has long been thought of to be safe for use during pregnancy. And if you're just doing a Google search, you'll often see it listed as a safe medication on all kinds of websites. But there were a couple of studies released last year that might be challenging that. In a study released, researchers related an increased risk for asthma 
in children to maternal use of acetaminophen during pregnancy. I'll put a link to that full study in the show notes. And if you do check that out, it talks about acetaminophen by a specific brand name. So just to avoid some confusion on that. And in the US, we commonly refer to Tylenol, which contains acetaminophen. In another study that was published in the Journal of American Medicine, researchers found an association between acetaminophen use during pregnancy and behavioral problems in children. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes too, if you want to read the details from that study. All of the -the over-the-counter antihistamines, decongestants, expectorants, those are all classified by the FDA as pregnancy category B or C. Both of these letter grades mean that controlled studies in pregnant women have not been done. We know for sure that a handful of these drugs are known to cross the placenta, and the remainder of them, we just don't know. The issue, which I know you hear this on the podcast more than I would like to be telling you this, is that they're not perfect double-blind placebo-controlled studies that we can reference to show that these medications are 100% safe during pregnancy. And there's such a lack of evidence on things like this. Okay, what can you do with this information? Well, you're welcome to visit the show notes for this episode and read some of the links for more information. Please talk to your doctor or midwife. You should always run anything, even over-the-counter medications, by your care provider. And then it's really your decision, and it's going to come down to what you are comfortable with, because ultimately this is your choice. I do want to share with you that there is a good database with information on taking medications while breastfeeding. You can type in any drug into this database, and it's going to give you quite a bit of info, including effects on breastfed infants, effects on lactation, effects on breast milk, and any alternative drugs that you might want to consider. I'll put a link to that in the show notes, and that database is called LactMed. If you do choose not to use any medications to help with a cold during your pregnancy, I want to give you some non-medication tips to deal with the symptoms of the cold or flu. Really quick, before we get into that, I want to do a quick word from the sponsors for this episode, both of which can help keep you healthy. Mommy Steps makes insoles that are specifically designed for pregnancy. They have two different kinds of insoles. They have one kind that you can put in a pair of athletic shoes, And then they also have a style that works perfect for flats or boots. I even have this in a pair of Toms. The coolest thing about these insoles is that you can heat them in your oven for just a couple minutes and then mold them to your own foot, which is going to make them so much more comfortable. And these insoles are really going to help you prevent some foot issues that are so common during pregnancy. Mommy Steps was really generous and is offering 20% off for listeners of this podcast. To check them out, go to pregnancypodcast.com forward slash feet, and you can enter the promo code feet, F-E-E-T, at checkout to save 20%. I have been using these insoles for months, and I'm a huge fan. I really highly recommend them. I also want to thank Zoller for their support of this episode. Zoller makes my favorite prenatal vitamin. This is the prenatal that I have been taking throughout this entire pregnancy. I've done so much research on vitamins and supplements, 
And after hours and hours of research, this is my favorite prenatal vitamin and the one that I really recommend. It has the active form of folate, plus it has DHA, so you don't have to take a separate supplement for that. Seller was really generous and gave me a promo code to share with you so that you can save 25% off when you buy a one-month supply on Amazon. To check these out and get the promo code, go to PregnancyPodcast.com forward slash vitamin. Okay, let's get back to some non-medication options for treating a cold. One thing that I want to address is homeopathy. Homeopathy dates back to the late 18th century, and this was based on the view that disease symptoms can be treated by really minute doses of substances that are going to produce similar symptoms when provided in really large doses to healthy people. Most homeopathic products are diluted so much that they don't really contain detectable levels of the initial substance anyway. In general, a lot of homeopathic product claims aren't based on modern scientific methods, and most of them aren't accepted by modern medical experts. But homeopathy still has a lot of people that really believe that it works. The FTC can't prevent homeopathic marketers from selling their products. That's something that only the FDA could do. But the FTC did put additional regulations about labeling these types of products into effect last year. With the new FTC regulations, a disclaimer has to be added that there is no scientific evidence that the product works, and the product's claims are based only on theories of homeopathy from the 1700s that are not accepted by most modern medical experts. I'm sure that the makers of these homeopathic remedies didn't really like that ruling from the FTC. That's a pretty strong disclaimer that they have to add to their labels. I'll link to an NPR article that does a really good job of summing up those most recent regulations on labeling from the FTC. And I'll also link to the full FTC policy statement. If you're interested in reading that, that will all be in the show notes. Many people do swear by homeopathic remedies. Even when evidence might be in short supply, I do want to acknowledge that a lot of people are happy with the efficacy of some homeopathic remedies. Even if it was just the placebo effect at work, hey, if it helps you feel better, then why not? You do want to disclose any homeopathic remedies that you're using to your doctor or midwife, just like you would with any other over-the-counter or prescription medication. And, you know, if your doctor or midwife says that it's fine for you to be taking it during your pregnancy and you're comfortable taking it, then you certainly can. I did do a short Q&A episode on UMCA, which is a homeopathic remedy for colds, and I examined all the evidence available on that in that episode, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Let's talk about some additional non-medication alternatives to treating cold symptoms. So if you are dealing with congestion, you can try using a humidifier or even try a warm shower. Elevating your head on a pillow may be helpful. You can try nasal strips to help open your nasal passages. And another recommendation is to try saline nasal drops or a saline nasal spray. One thing that you might experience during your pregnancy that can easily be confused with a cold symptom is pregnancy rhinitis. 
The main symptom of this is sneezing, nasal congestion, or even a runny nose. And I covered this in more detail in a short Q&A that I'll link to in the show notes. But if you're having a stuffy nose without any other symptoms, then you might want to check that out for some things you can do. And that's something that's really, really common during pregnancy. If you are dealing with a sore throat, you can try sucking on ice chips or even drinking warm tea. Whether hot or cold works best for you is probably going to be a personal preference. If you're unsure what teas are safe or what teas you should avoid during pregnancy, I did do an episode on that. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. You can also try gargling with warm salt water or try some throat lozenges. Some expecting moms may find that warm water with lemon juice and honey is helpful. And, you know, why not try some of these different remedies and figure out what works best for you? If at any point you have concerns about how you're feeling or about any of your symptoms, please do not hesitate to call your doctor or midwife. And of course, just as a reminder, you definitely want to disclose any medications you're taking, prescription, over-the-counter, homeopathic, anything. Please let your doctor or midwife know about it. I also want to mention if there's something that is your go-to to feel better, whether that's going to be a specific type of soup or binge watching a show on Netflix, do that and lean on your partner if you need to. If you want to be babied when you're sick, if that's what makes you feel better, let them know so that they know how to take care of you. Or maybe you're the type of person that just wants to be left alone when you don't feel well. That's okay. Just make sure your partner knows so that they can know how they can help you. We are all different in how we want to be treated when we're sick and what helps us feel better. So letting your partner know how they can best help is going to give them something to do and may even help put you on the road to recovery faster. I mentioned early in this episode, the biggest thing you can do when you are sick is to rest. And it really, really is. Please have your partner help with chores around the house or walking the dog, whatever they can do so that you can get rest. And if you can, take some days off work or just spend a day or two in bed resting, doing nothing. Please take advantage of that or try to create that and just really make sure that your body gets some rest so that you can recover. To recap today's episode, we talked all about dealing with the cold or the flu during pregnancy and a lot of different things you can do to treat those symptoms and feel better faster. Plus, we got into a lot of different over-the-counter medications, and there's a lot of really great resources in the show notes for you if you want to read more on those specific medications and more details on taking those during your pregnancy. I want to thank you for tuning into the Pregnancy Podcast today. I hope that you find this episode helpful. As always, you can contact me, Vanessa, at PregnancyPodcast.com. You can find notes and resources for this episode at pregnancypodcast.com forward slash episode 108.